0: What happens when two I found this adoption agency Turns into five She comes with two younger siblings In an instant Three kids And one (laughs) From the creators of Daddy's Home We might have a little bit of a knack for this Oh no! Eh, I beg to differ Comes Instant Family The feel-good movie for everyone (laughs) Everything's gonna be okay Thanks, Dad Starring Mark Wahlberg. Should we give them a kiss goodbye? You guys are overthinking this. Rose Byrne and Octavia Spencer. Instant Family. In cinemas February 14, Certificate 12A. Ever had road rage and found yourself yelling like a banshee? Or have someone yell at you? Over the next few minutes, I plan to reveal how best to read a situation when you're driving. Hi, I'm Kari Watt. I'm a communications specialist, speaker and writer... And I'm here to be your digital coach, where I give you guidance on how to communicate better in your career and relationships, or on anything you want to ask me. Because communication is my thing, I want to see you become a better communicator, no matter where you are in the world, how old you are, or what you do for a living. Now, if you're new to my podcast, please subscribe to encourage that I'm actually making a positive influence. And if you're not new and haven't subscribed, come on now, what are you doing? Can you help a girl out? Road rage is an aggressive or angry behaviour exhibited by a driver of a vehicle, which includes rude gestures, verbal insults, physical threats, or dangerous driving methods targeted towards another driver or pedestrian, usually to intimidate them or to release frustration. It can lead to assaults and collisions that result in serious physical injuries or even death. Now we all know that driving presents many stresses anytime you're behind the wheel because of high speeds and other drivers making different or not normal decisions. Now, a stressed driver's behaviour depends on their driving coping abilities, right? So if you're a great driver, you might be really calm, but a new driver might feel quite stressed. Generally, drivers who score high on aggression tests have used direct confrontation when faced with stress while driving. So these include honking the horn for a long time, swerving, tailgating and attempting to fight the other driver. Now, many drivers who experience road rage actually admit they commit more traffic violations. As the stress increases, the likelihood of a person having road rage increases dramatically. And if a person has road rage, their stress levels increase. Statistics suggest that typically younger males are more likely to have road rage. If you suffer from road rage, perhaps it's a good idea to go to my first podcast, Meditation is better than sliced bread, and learn the mantra that will have you calm in less than a minute. But before you do, I want to tell you a story of how I experienced road raid firsthand while sitting in the passenger seat of my 40 year old friend's car. On the Carry Cares podcast, I want you to come with me on a journey. It's midnight. And I'm sitting in the passenger seat of a friend's car. There are three of us in the car smiling and enjoying the warm summer's air as we drive through the city. We're laughing and singing out of key. Then all of a sudden, heading straight towards us, slowly, is another car. My friend flashes the lights and stops our car. She starts yelling out the window at the driver. What are you doing? the other driver turns on her indicators to move over to the right-hand lane of the three-laned one-way street. Yes, it's a one-way street. Other cars behind us honk their horns whilst my friend is yelling like a banshee in the driver's seat. While the drama is going on around me, I look over to the driver in the other car who clearly appears really disorientated and extremely frightened. I'm trying to work out what words to use to calm my friend down and help the poor driver. It's here that I have to use my calm voice, like my teacher voice, to help take over. The way I did it was I touched my friend on the shoulder and I asked her to stop and described exactly what I saw in the other driver, that she was really scared. It took a while for my friend to calm down. If you need some calming influence, listen to podcast one, Meditation is Better Than Sliced Bread, for an easy and quick mantra that will help you calm down. It's a kind of mantra I use all the time, especially when driving. I'm Kari Watt. I'm a communication specialist, speaker and writer. And I'm here to be your digital coach, where I give you guidance on how to communicate better in your career and relationships. Please subscribe for some good vibes and because it's free. This happened last weekend. And my friends and I ended up helping this disorientated driver. We ended up blocking up the oncoming traffic with our car. One of my friends got out to stop the traffic behind us, whilst myself and the friend in the driver's seat spoke to the disorientated driver. We calmly directed her car to back up and turn around. Now, the woman's face was so grateful that tears stopped rolling down her face. She was really scared and she was so lost. It didn't take us long and in the meantime, other drivers were yelling at us, not taking the time to actually look and read the situation, not understanding that someone, this poor woman, was actually in distress and that we weren't drunk women trying to make a scene in the middle of the road but assertive in helping someone out, another person who was disorientated. Now this whole scene made me feel sick that this poor person was left in this situation and no one else wanted to help. Not one other driver could make the effort. And it freaked me out. You know, this is where I have to point out that everyone has a story. And you don't know what just happened to her. She may be coming from the hospital after her husband has died. Or perhaps her daughter just had a baby and she's trying to drive her daughter's car home, not having driven in the city for a long time. I mean, the streets of Sydney have changed a lot in the past 20 years. I mean, there are so many one ways and diversions that it can become confusing, even when you do know your way around. Perhaps this woman had an argument with her oppressive husband who beats her. Now you may be thinking she was probably drunk but as a communications specialist and a teetotaler myself I actually spoke with her and her response was very clear and I didn't smell alcohol on her at all. You never know what a person is going through. When did we as a human race become so desensitized? When did we become jackals and hunters? Where have our decent communication skills gone? Have we become so desensitized by the things we watch on Netflix and Stan? Like streaming shows have made us so utterly inhuman that in a city full of people we've become aggressive and that we've forgotten the human kindness of compassion. Shows such as Pretty Little Liars where lying becomes the norm and trying to hurt each other or kill each other is actually expected and is forgiven. It's kind of strange, that show. I don't know if you watched it, but it kind of freaks me out. I wouldn't want friends like that. Then there's Grimm, where it's the normal to be fighting every day for your life, where a cop is the superhuman called a Grim who can see monsters in people, whereas most people can't see the monsters. But then, are all monsters beasts? I mean, some monsters are not really monsters, are they? They just look like monsters, but they might not be evil, <laughs> it's kind of weird anyway my point is that the shows are so angry aggressive full of hatred bigotry and fear that it's no wonder we're becoming this way with each other but the total curveball for me was witnessing my friend's road rage here's a woman who wears a lot of pink and is very feminine and she was yelling her lungs out like a hunter And it's where we have to really think before we speak to another person. Read the person's face before you answer or start getting angry or yelling. It's like that story that someone once told me about a guy that was on a plane and he was in business class and his kids, he had two small children and they were running up and down the aisle and someone yelled out after half an hour, could you please get your children to be quiet? And he turned round and he calmly said to them, You know, usually I would do that, but their mother died two weeks ago and this is the first time I've seen them laughing and enjoying themselves. Can you imagine? So remember, you don't know another person's story. Remember to think before you speak. Remember to read the person's face before you actually respond. And try and be in your heart centre when you do respond. Because you never know. A bit of compassion goes a long way. And I don't know about you, but I love it when people are compassionate. It makes my world a better place to live. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe for some good vibes and because it's free. Give this away. Share it with friends or colleagues who could use a little help. Give it to them because they can listen to it privately and it may significantly change the outcome of their lives. See you next time because communication is my thing and now it's your thing. Well, I hope it's your thing. I hope it becomes your thing. Is it your thing? On the Kari Cares Podcast...